This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Live from ClickOrlando.com, this is News 6. This is a News 6 Plus takeover. Here now is Matt Austin and Ginger Gadston with Florida's 4th Estate. Hello and welcome to another edition of Florida's 4th Estate. So glad to have you with us this week. It's been another crazy week with the headlines. Before we talk to a copyright expert about the fact that it's been 95 years since a certain weird-looking Mickey was created, and now people will maybe get to use the image. We're going to talk to somebody who knows a lot more about this stuff than us, but before we get to that, my name's Matt Austin. Ginger, we got some headlines for the folks. Yeah, thank you for joining us. I'm Ginger Gantz, and you make it sound like Mickey doesn't look weird right now, but uh, he was a strange little animal. <laughs> I wasn't going to shame him out. now. <laughs> Don't body shame 95 him. years ago, yeah, he looked exactly. weird. exactly. We'll get to that in just a moment, but first, we've had some crazy headlines Remember that big 5,000-mile seaweed blob that was headed for Florida, Matt? What? I know. I forgot all about breaking that. Breaking news. Impending I'm doom. <laughs> well, the good news is it's still heading here, but it's bringing a friend. And it's nothing, I mean, you kind of have to laugh because it's like, what else is going to happen with this thing? We're talking about the sargasm thing, right? It's heading for Florida. Some of it started to arrive at our beaches already. It's that big blob. But the friend that is hitched hike with it, hitched is hitched a ride with it, is the flesh-eating bacteria, and it's being caused by a bunch of garbage and plastic. It sounds so delightful, doesn't it? All the plastics that that's <laughs> embedded in this blob. This really sounds like something uh, that a science fiction writer made up, but it is on our shores and. I don't know if you are familiar with flesh-eating bacteria, but if we, we've done stories on this before, and it is not good news. This thing is dangerous. People have lost limbs. They have lost their lives. So it's nothing that we should take lightly. We don't have any cases reported from this blob right as of this recording, and I hope it stays that way. But my goodness, what what else? What else? Yeah, I, well, I want to be careful. Nobody has caught flesh-eating bacteria from this. We haven't had any arms melting off or anything. But <laughs> we have had scientists who, like Ginger said, studied this stuff. And apparently it's, it's a good little Petri dish for that flesh-eating <sighs> bacteria, which we know... Uh, I've heard of people paddle boarding and they fall into like a, a reef or maybe some, the brackish some water. barnacles yeah. or something that scratches them. And the next thing you know, they've got this crazy uh, virus. So I like what you were saying. He has a friend who's hitchhiking and that friend is riding dirty. <laughs> very uh, dirty. Riding, very dirty. So it doesn't just stink. It doesn't just oh. ruin your day at the beach. Can I say a positive, though? We did have scientists come out and they were talking about. The places over by the beach who got hit hard by hurricanes, yeah. and we have, like, cliffs over there and homes dangling. Well, they say some of the beach renourishment will be helped by all of the sargasm out there Aww. who, uh, see? Well, who, and you come in with the positive hey, stuff. look wow. at that. Usually I'm the negative, Nelly. Correct. Today you get to be, <laughs> today I'm positive, Matsy. All right. 
Let's talk about another crazy. We had some wild video this week coming in from Kissimmee. Some folks are driving down the road. Next thing you know, these cows start toppling out on the highway here. This is 192 in Kissimmee, Earlo Bronson Expressway there. And these cows just start toppling out onto the highway. There's six of them. They all get loose. Next thing you know, they're running. It's like Frogger as they run through traffic or Cower, whatever you want to call it. And uh, so here's the interesting part, okay? I don't know where these cows were going. I don't know if they were going to be made into ground beef or what. Wow. But There's negative Matt. There he is. He's back. One of them's still out there. We have not gotten an update that said that that sixth cow was captured. So... Fight the good fight, my man. Get out there. Try to blend in. Get yourself a trench coat and a hat and see how well you can avoid yeah. <laughs> you know, I feel becoming. Like if he evades capture for much longer, then he should just be put in a sanctuary and allowed to live his life out as a cow should. It'd be like a pardoned turkey yeah, or something exactly. like that. And yeah. the strange thing about this is that is not the first time we've had cows on the freeway in that particular area in Kissimmee. It was like last year, there were like 30 or 40 of them. A guy's trailer caught on fire and he did the right thing. He just let them out so the cows didn't, you know, they weren't harmed. And as a last report, none of the cows that escaped from this last time, they didn't get hurt. And if you know how the people drive here in Florida, that's a miracle unto itself. Absolutely. But apparently Kissimmee has more cows, or Osceola County is home to like a cow boom town. There are some half a million cows that are in Osceola County. Are there really? I, yes, I had no idea. So, I knew it was pretty rural. I yeah. knew there were some farms down there, but it's I didn't a know half a million. Town. It's a cow town wow. now. And uh, until the cows come home, right? <laughs> well, Is that what we're waiting for? Let's not have any more cliches. And, and moving and along. Moving let's not milk move this, Ginger. Move along, please. Jeez. Wow, we fit wow. a lot in we're there real terrible, quick. terrible, and yeah. we shouldn't have. Okay, now this next story is really nightmarish. You know, Carnival Cruise Lines are based in Miami, Florida. This particular ship, the Sunshine, took uh, sailed from Charleston, South Carolina, and they went to, uh, you know, the Bahamas, Bermuda, that area. Not a, a very long cruise at all. But when they were on the way back, some crazy storm hit them. And passengers said they had no idea. They said the captain came on and said, oh, we're going to hit some rough weather, but nothing to worry about. Well, guess what? They should have worried. They had four decks. Four decks. Flood. And if you know anything about how much water that would take to flood four decks of a cruise ship. They hit some kind of rogue storm, crazy storm. And one passenger says that he saw some piece of equipment that measures wind speed and caught a wind gust of 79 miles per hour out at sea. I don't know about you, but if you're on a ship and that's the kind, and that giant ship that holds thousands of people, if you are there rocking and rolling like that for hours, passengers said they couldn't get any information for about 12 hours or so. And they finally, I think they called it a, a day. They came in a couple of days early and went back to Charleston. But I can't even imagine the seasickness that took place on that. And, oh. you know, the people who were terrified, especially lack of information is the worst thing you can do to people in a situation like that. If you tell us what's going on, we could probably deal with it as opposed to keeping us in the dark. That is an yeah. insane PR disaster for Carnival. I will say, hey, let me bring in a little good news here. All oh, right. wow. According Twice now. Who is, are you? This is going to be it for the year. Okay. <laughs> But according to the cruise ships and Port Canaveral, 
the market for cruising has come back. It is official. Oh. I mean, we knew that it was people were excited to get back out, but there was still some hesitation. There were so many bad headlines for a moment when COVID oh. started. You remember that? The cruise ships just parked out. No countries wanting to take these people because they were sick. Lost at sea. Lost at sea. <laughs> that you're hearing like, you know, toilets backing up. And I oh. said, I will never go on a cruise again. People have such short memories. You know, you, thank, we have. Thank goodness, though. Thank yeah, goodness. sure. I'll pay. <laughs> it's like sign me up. Sign like, me up for eight thousand dollars to be stuck at sea, like like cattle. Like, I would be like one of those cows trying to jump off, get out of that don't. thing. Please don't. Please don't. No, but thank goodness they all, they made it back to port safely. But they have some explaining to do. And those poor passengers, I don't know if you want a credit for that cruise or if you want... I hate I, when they do that. No. I hate when they're like, hey, you can come do another cruise with us after we'll your miserable right experience. We promise. Yeah, we'll take care of you next time. Give me a break. Give me my money back. That's ridiculous. If I've got water coming oh in through my, my cabin... Yeah, that's not good news. You need to pay me back. We're talking about getting money back. Well, you know who loves getting that money? Walt Disney World. And if you ever... Try to use the image of one of Walt Disney's characters. You're in so much trouble. You are going to deal with hellfire that is going to rain down on you like never before. Well, it turns out the first Mickey, what was his name? Steamboat? Steamboat Willie. Willie? His image is up for grabs in copyright because it's been 95 years as of next year. What does that mean? What's going to happen? Can you go out and sell t-shirts on the side of the road at Disney? I wouldn't do it. Uh, it, it's a very complicated issue, so we bring in an expert. We're talking to him from California right after the break. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. Welcome back to Florida's Fourth Estate. Anything that happens to have anything to do with <laughs> Mickey Mouse and the Mouse House is always a concern to the Central Florida area. We have Disney holics around here. And one thing that has popped up in the national media is the fact that Steamboat Willie, a uh, like the first version of Mickey Mouse, the yeah. copyright is coming up. So does that mean that I can just draw Mickey Mouse and I can do a I can stand outside of Disney and have a Mickey Mouse? 
shirt wow. and and sell it and make my millions, Ginger? <laughs> Is that what all this means? I don't think you're going to make millions on that because when you see Steamboat Willie, he doesn't look like the Mickey we have come to know and love today. He looks like a rat. He's a poor man's <laughs> Mickey. <laughs> he really is. <laughs> so, you know, but when you talk about these issues, will you be able to do whatever you want to do with the image of Mickey Mouse? That is a sensitive uh, subject. So someone we want to have talk about that is Aaron Moss. He is a copyright attorney and he does a blog called Copyright Lately, which I love the name of that. Aaron, thank you so much for joining us today Thanks for having because me. there's so many layers to this story and most people think, oh, copyright's up. We can do whatever we want. Uh, walk us through what really is going to happen next year. Sure, sure. So um, this goes back to 1928 when Steamboat Willie first was released. I think it was November of that year. And copyright at that time was limited to a 28-year term and a 28-year additional term if you renewed it. Over the years, um, through various legislation, you know, from uh, the likes of Sonny Bono, that got extended to now 95 years from the date of creation with respect to, or the date of publication with respect to something like Steamboat Willie. So copyright ends at the end of 95 years, which puts us on January 1st, 2024, Steamboat Willie will be in the public domain. However, <laughs> but, but there's a, but a big coming. Coming. <laughs> And there's the but. So so what is so what does that mean? So if you want to um have all your friends come over and charge them to play Steamboat Willie on your TV. You may not have any friends after that night. <laughs> what a not, lucrative business! You that would not—you would not receive a cease and desist letter from from Disney. Okay, so you can use Steamboat Willie. You can um, use probably even the character Steamboat Willie, so long as you are not using any additional iterations of Mickey Mouse that were added later. Okay, and you alluded to that um, at the at the top. Um, at the beginning, he really was rat-like. Um, so he had black eyes, he had small ears, he had a pointy nose, and over time, his eyes were enlarged, pupils were added, his ears became more pronounced, his nose was shortened, and the Mickey of today, and certainly if you look at the evolution, does not look a whole lot like the Mickey of Steamboat Willie. Those later versions of Mickey Mouse are still protected. So if you were to use the Steamboat Willie character, it really has to be kind of the snapshot. Uh, that moment in time is really what you're going to be limited to. Okay, so we're getting the Mickey Mouse before he had plastic surgery is what it sounds like. Because he's had a lot of work done. You just mentioned a no Free Botox, he's had, Mickey. He's had yeah. his eyes done. So specifically that one image is what the copyright is. Good. That version of that right. version of the character. Um, so that can be used if you wanted to do, you know, the new adventures of, of Steamboat Willie and you were to use that character and put him into a new story, that would be OK. Um, now, the other big, however, the other big but here 
is that Disney still owns trademark protection in Mickey Mouse. And unlike copyright, which is fixed for a limited period of time, mm -hmm. trademark rights can be perpetual. So long as the mark is being used to identify the exclusive source of a particular good or service, you can have trademark protection. So what that means is that, you know, Disney obviously has a robust licensing uh, division and they sell, you know, any number of, uh, of items of merchandise. And in fact, I've noticed that lately they've been selling more Steamboat Willie related merchandise. I think they even have a tie-in with H&M, uh, if I'm not mistaken. So they're certainly trying to, in advance of the public domain date on this character, uh, put a stake in the ground with regard to, hey, we also own trademark rights. So it, it can sometimes be tricky to figure out where does the copyright end and where does the trademark begin? Because if you have a copyright that is no longer in the public domain, you can't use trademark law to block somebody from simply using the copyright. In other words, in a new work, from showing the film, mm -hmm. from you know doing any number of things that would be um, what we call expressive works. What you can't do, however, is use that character to somehow identify um, a source that is not Disney by making it look like it's either sponsored by the trademark owner or that um, it, it was done with the authorization. Okay, so, so I, can't I, I can't have a Steamboat Willie daycare center or something like that. Or if like you did that. a Steamboat Willie version of a show that was like, watch News 6 every day at 530. Steamboat Willie says, is that what you're talking about? Kind of break yes. this down. Yeah, no, I think I think both of your examples are, are uses of trademarks. So those are um, really... Uh, d designed, you know, and, and look, th there can be fights about this, um, and there will be. There will certainly be court cases um, as more and more iconic properties enter the public domain. So we saw Winnie the Pooh a few years ago, um, and I'm sure that you guys, if if you're horror fans, have seen Blood oh, and Honey. Yeah, Blood and Honey. Yeah. Oh man, what a magical! Could that happen movie. to to Steamboat Willie? It, it it could, and from from what I'm hearing, the um the folks that um that put out the Blood and Honey movie are also interested in in adapting other uh, public domain works. And you know, it, in a way, it's a, it's kind of full circle because many Disney films um were adapted from public domain fairy tales. Um, so you have Grimm's Fairy, you know, Snow White, and 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 a number of others were um were originally fairy tales that were in the public domain. The Disneyfied version of it is still protected, um, but somebody else can do a different version. And just as an example, with Blood and Honey, um, so Winnie the Pooh, much like Mickey Mouse, changed over time. Um, the character as it exists in the A.A. A. Milne books, which is um, the character version that's in the public domain, he didn't have, for example, the, the trademark red shirt. Um, and so uh, he didn't have um, a lot of the facial features. And so if you look at the character in the, the Blood and Honey film, they really did take pains to try to make it look different than the Disney version. 
Now, whether they went far enough, so far Disney has not um, made any public statements about that. I'm sure that uh, you know a part of them would like nothing more than for Disney to complain because that might actually drive publicity Get them for some them. attention. Correct. So it, could yeah. be, it could be strategic, but um, you know the other thing you know is, for example, uh, Tigger was not introduced until uh, later in the series. So you could not, for, for example, put out a, a, a horror movie with Winnie the Pooh and Tigger because Tigger is still is still protected. So, um, so yes, you can you can take the character, you can do a, a 180 uh, on the the character and put it in a new expressive work. Um, there will be fights though about what is a trademark use and what is a copyright use. And I expect that um, we're going to be um, trying to develop this area of law for many years because so many iconic properties are going to be entering the public domain in the next yeah. 10, 15, 20 years. I, I like the idea of maybe a murder Mickey or a Mickey <laughs> the Mummy. Or, ah, Wait, I could I, see I just, that maybe yeah. becoming a thing. And I, here's the thing, though. Disney is voracious when it comes to defending its brand it is so intense about defending its intellectual properties we've mm -hmm. seen that locally daycare centers who put up a mural of a disney character mm -hmm. there have been lawsuits in which disney comes in and sues them and makes them paint over those disney characters in the daycare center so it's fair to say Disney is going to find out exactly where the line is that they're allowed to sue people, Aaron, and they're probably going to take full advantage of that. You're absolutely right. Disney, um, they know what they're doing when it comes to copyright law and filing lawsuits, but they also know what they're doing when it comes to strategy and when to hold back. Um, and uh, so it'll, it'll be interesting to see what they allow, what they don't allow, what people do, what people you know, and and is it even of interest? When it comes to copyright, trademark, my head spins. I think all of us have a really hard time understanding it. And that is why you, Aaron Moss, have a safe career for the rest of your yeah. We need people like you to decipher all of this mess Amen. for us. And thank you for watching Florida's Fourth Estate. You can download it from wherever you listen to podcasts or watch anytime on News 6+. Plus.